Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back today with another Meet the Cast cast member. And today we're back with Rachel Carmen. I'm so excited to have you back. You have actually been on the podcast, Rachel. I don't even know how many times, probably four or five times. Yeah, it, yeah. I was trying to count the other day and I, I couldn't find all of my notes, but it's been several times. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Oh, we are always glad to have you because we are your favorite podcast, right? It's true. It's true. You're my favorite <laughs> Well, we always get such a great response whenever you are on. And every single time you come on the show with me, you bring such great encouragement. And today will be no different. It's really fun as we are bringing the cast members on. Many of them, most of them actually have already been on the podcast, but it's so fun to bring all of you back and just kind of pull together what God did with this movie and the incredible encouragement that he brought. And it's so fun because it's not like you have just one message. God has given you a plethora of it's true. messages and encouragement to bring to these it's homeschool true. moms. So yeah. So for those who maybe have not heard you, maybe they're brand new to the podcast, would you introduce yourself and your family um, to us? Sure. Um, so I am a mom who's homeschooled for 25 years and didn't ever want to start. So <laughs> that's kind of a fun fact. We graduated our sixth homeschool graduate in May, and I just dropped him off at college last week. Oh. Sniffle, sniffle. So I'm down to only one at home. So we have seven children. Six have graduated and gone on to God's calling in their lives, and one left at home. My oldest two sons are married, and I have three grandkids. Oh. So that's sort of our life uh, snapshot. Yeah, love it. And you are you and your husband, Davis, own Apologia Ministries. We do. Yep. Yes. So lots of people use Apologia, including our family. I'm so glad. We love it. (laughs) We love it. We love that we have the option to teach our girls science, which is, that's what we're using this year. We're using anatomy and physiology. We could teach them through the lens of scripture with a biblical worldview. Yes. And uh, you probably remember, but it is such a strong, rigorous science curriculum woven in with scripture, the truth of God's word, that we almost didn't get to buy the company. But that's a a story for another day. But yes, we believe in rigor, academic rigor, and the truth of God's word is the foundation. That's what we do at Apologia. Amen. Amen. I love it so much. Well, we are here today, as as we are most weeks. um, I mean, every week we come to bring encouragement, but today is one of those days, and this week is going to be one of those weeks where we really, really want to encourage you moms. We are at the beginning of a new year. And so I was thinking like, happy new year. You know, this is so exciting. We celebrate the calendar year in January every year. And there's always a big, huge celebration and parties and lights. And, you know, we stay up till midnight and and we do all the exciting things. But I think even more exciting than that is starting a new homeschool year. And so I've titled this one, happy new homeschool year. 
And there are so many new homeschool moms this year. And in those who have been homeschooling for many years, like we have been, it never gets old. I could not wait. We just started this week. Um, We started back up again this week. And I just, I was, this time I was ready for summer to be over, not because summer's not fun, but I just was ready to get back into our rhythm and into a schedule. And um, I don't know, summer is, is fun for a while, but then I get to that point where I just feel like, okay, (laughs) I'm I'm, kind of done with, with the just trying to figure out each day what we're going to do. Do you know? I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. That those lazy, hazy days of summer with whatever. Yeah. They run old after a while. And I just, yeah, to me as a homeschool mom, this time of year, my favorite, right? I've got all the pencils sharpened that I'm, I'm a classic kind of girl. I taught in the public school classroom before I came home to teach my own kids all about the chalkboard. So I have a chalkboard. A real chalkboard? I do. I have a blackboard with chalk. (laughs) I love the feeling of the chalk on the board. My my husband is a whiteboard guy. I'm a chalkboard girl. So, so all my pencils are sharp and they're all laid out. My lesson book, you know, is all, it looks beautiful and so doable. Right. And the chalkboard is clean and yeah, I mean, favorite time of the year as a homeschool mom is is August, September, because it, everything seems possible, right? I went right. to the conferences. I listened to everyone. I'm inspired. I have a vision. I have new curriculum. I have the smell of new books. Oh, yeah. I am so excited. Yeah, I mean, it's great. And I think the kids, our kids were always ready to get back. And so here's a, here's a veteran tip. So I don't know how many of these we'll get to weave in, but... One of my favorite things to do is I would lock, if if you have the luxury, uh, and even if you don't, I think this is doable, whether you have a designated space for your school time or not. I actually had a designated space and I would lock everybody out like a week before we started. And I would plan like a new poster or some new things at their desk or something so that when they walked in for the first time, there was like this, wow, look at that. You know, that is the coolest thing. And I think anything that you can do like that to make it amazing for your kids to start off, you know, one year we did a funny thing and (laughs) we made name tags. There was something (laughs) for the kids. They were like, they, they thought it would be cool because they, they never got to wear a name tag right? (laughs) because they never went to school. And so I was like, okay, already we'll make name tags. And so everybody had a name tag and they wore those things for a while. Right. I've had other friends that made cinnamon rolls the first day of homeschool, you know, or some really cool breakfast or, uh, that would never have flown at my house because uh, my high ADHD kid would not have, sur- it would not have been a good day if he had started <laughs> with a cinnamon roll, but, um, but something, I yeah. think it ought to be celebratory. You know, we would take pictures on the first day of homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. I just think that there's something to be said for celebrating right. this new beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So this is really funny. We, we made a tradition years ago where we go get donuts at the beginning of yeah. Each like our first day of school, we go get donuts sure, together. Yeah, and so this year, um, Garrett was home with us um, on Monday, which was our our first kind of official day, and so we all went to breakfast together as a family, which we don't do often. But we went and got breakfast together, and then we went and got donuts afterwards. <laughs> this is so funny. I was we were sitting at breakfast, and on the way there, I was thinking, you know, 
all these moms, because pictures have been popping up on Facebook Mm -hmm. of all the kids with their signs, their cute little Pinterest signs, you know, first day of kindergarten, first day of sixth grade and so on. And they're all colorful and nice. And I just didn't have it together. Like I I had the school year together, but I just, I didn't have a pretty sign. And so I was thinking, wow, I want to take a picture this morning because it's our first day, but I don't have a sign. So (laughs) we're, we're sitting in the restaurant and um, I asked the waitress, I said, could you bring me some extra napkins? And she's like, sure. <laughs> so I got out my pen and my girls are like, what are you doing? And I said, well, just hang on a second. So I literally wrote on a napkin. I, I was like, that. first day of fifth grade, first day of 10th grade. And, oh, I love that. and so ours are handwritten on napkins. And then we took them to the donut shop and I made my girls take pictures with their napkin I signs. that's perfect because they'll never forget that, right? right. I mean, the fancy sign you would have spent more time with, but what a fun right. memory for your girls to go. Yeah. Mom drew on a napkin. Right. You know, I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It shows your resourcefulness. Right. I right. mean, that's, that's exactly what your girls need to say. Now, I, I think it needs to be a celebratory thing. We usually didn't do the breakfast thing, but we usually had a really celebratory dinner. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, kicking off the homeschool year and, and mom, I'm just going to tell you, I, I'm betting I'm betting that some of your listeners aren't feeling it. Right. I mean, do you think that's fair? I absolutely um, agree with I, you. And I, and again, I want to back up my story a little bit. I didn't want to do this. Yeah. I did not Me want to do this. Uh, yeah. Right. So yeah, you and I are cut off the same bolt, baby. This was for somebody <laughs> else, but not for me. Right. And so I totally get it. I mean, I stepped into this, um, I felt forced mm-hmm. and, and that did not make me happy. And my attitude was in the trash can. I was, I was aggravated. My arms were crossed. I was, it's, this was not going to work. I, and I was, I was the reason it wasn't going to work. Right. And Davis and I were talking about this the other day, um, that I feel like a lot of people get into this. There's like three different doors in to homeschooling just, and, and maybe I'm wrong. So feel free to jump in. So there are those who do this by faith, mm-hmm. glory. I mean, I kn- I've known people that they were talking about this before they got married. Oh, right. spouse. They were going to homeschool their yep. kids. And I'm like, wow, that was not part of our conversation, but awesome. Um, so that would be faith. Then there are those that were like me. And I, and I don't remember which one your story was. I felt forced. Um, and that, that was unpleasant because I felt like it was, I didn't have a word in it. I felt like the situation forced me. And I'm thinking that we might have a lot of moms that are feeling yeah. forced. I get it. Right. The third one though is, is related and they're all kind of interrelated. The third one is fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I think those are three reasons, the three doors into homeschooling maybe, um, and if, if it's fear or or forced or faith, those are all very different. Right. Um, how you're feeling, what you're bringing to the first day of home education, your attitude, um, your vision, your expectation. I mean, all of that is a function of how you got here. Right. And so um, I would just say, mom, if you're not feeling it, I, God is big enough for you to admit that to him. I mean, trying to fake it doesn't help. Right. right? Um, but I really would, um, lay it out before God. Um, and just not that you're informing him because he knows, but 
I think it's cathartic for us to just say, you know what? I don't want to do this and I don't feel like I've got a choice and I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel qualified. All of that. And just lay it. it I mean, it's just lay it out at his feet. That's what he invites us to do. And I think the, what washes over us, just getting all of that out of us is so powerful. I mean, that's what prayer is all about, right? It's not about informing God. It's about he gives us an invitation to come and lay it out at the throne of grace to trust him with it. And so just getting it out of our head. And so if you're feeling forced, I would just invite you to go to him and tell him and tell him, tell him it all. I mean, just like, just like you want your kids to tell you everything, tell him everything. Yeah. And if you've got fears, the same thing. I mean, are you afraid of COVID? Are you afraid of the masking? Are you afraid? What? What is it? I mean, it might not have anything to do with COVID. Sure. Maybe you're afraid of bullying because you were bullied, or maybe you're afraid of the bus or maybe whatever. Yeah. And just lay it out, whatever it is. Yeah. One of the things that's striking in scripture is um, over and over, especially in the Psalms, but in other places, one of the words of encouragement and admonishment that is given to God's people is to remember the joy of their salvation, Mm, right? So in the midst of really lousy circumstances or things you didn't want, maybe home educating your children, hold on to the joy of your salvation. Hold on to the hope that we have in Christ, right? And again, I I would not suggest that you fake it, but I think you can celebrate this journey well without being disingenuous or inauthentic. Yeah. And I think your kids need you to do that. And so uh, the reality is that as the mom, you do set the tone. You don't have to like that, but you do. And so um, just like my bad attitude was not helping us start off on a good foot. um, Boy, when God started to work in my own heart, you know, when my arms went from crossed to open, like, oh my goodness. Surrender. Yes. Um, And it's beautiful. Uh, surrender is so beautiful. Yes. Um, it, it really is. And, and it's, yeah. it's hard to do, but it's so, so often it's all about our perspective yeah. and changing our perspective and the way yeah. that we're looking at the life that God has blessed us with. Because mm-hmm. there's there are always parts of our life that we can look at and grumble about. Right. But when we change our perspective and make it as much like God's perspective as we can and fully surrender that to Him, It really does change everything. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Rachel. And you know, before the break, we were talking about surrender and you were talking about Psalms and about salvation. And as you were Mm -hmm. saying that, um, the Lord brought Psalm 20 to my mind. And this is one of my favorite Psalms. I'm going to read it. Mm. Um, This is out of the ESV. And it says, um, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May Mm. the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. 
May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. Selah. And I love this part here. It says, may he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. And the part that I really love about this is it says, may he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. Mm -hmm. Well, you think about the desire of our hearts as moms, our hearts are for our children, just like God's heart is for us. And so when it comes to homeschooling, take away the academic part of it, because that's the scary part. Every mom wants to pour into the heart of her children. Yeah. It's just that we don't want to take on the the responsibility of the academics because it's scary. It's yeah. hard oh, work so and it's scary, yeah. Yeah. but our heart is for our children. And so when it says, may he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans, our heart's desire is for our kids to know Jesus and to love him and to follow him. And that's our plan, or at least it should be our plan mm-hmm. as their mom. And if that's not our plan, then I think maybe... Moms need to readjust maybe what their focus is for their children. And so you and I were talking a a little bit about this before the podcast, before we started recording. And we're talking about how there there are many moms right now who are kind of sitting on the fence and they're like, you know, do I homeschool? Do I not? I'm going to put my kid in school maybe and let's just see how it goes, but maybe I'll have to bring them home. And and there's so much um, just unsettledness in your Mm -hmm. home and in your family. And so- we need to, and, and this is one thing that you were saying is we need, it's time to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> we need yeah. to make a decision. Your heart is for your kids. You know the right thing to do. And I really think, I'm going to make a bold statement here. I really think that most parents know that it's yeah. not right for their kids to be in public school. Yeah. But it's I get the it. yeah. easy thing. I get it. To do. And so oftentimes yeah. it's easiest to say, oh, okay, well, let's, let's do what's easy and comfortable. Not because right. you don't love your kids, but because you just don't know that there's a better side of this. Right. Well, and it's what everybody else does, right? Right. I mean, we don't like the whole idea of standing out, which by the way, is central. Being different is central to what God has called us to do and to be as his children. That's right. Leviticus 19.2, be holy as I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Holy means set apart, means different. Right. And yet that is the thing we fear. We don't want to be different. And so there's a whole lot of things, and I'm not going to digress and go into what we're facing now socially and politically, but surely that is just an example of how it is so easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing because you don't want to stand out and be different, no matter how true it is, no matter how right it is, no matter how good it is. Right. Yeah. And you you were also, you mentioned this idea of perspective. So here's a here's a experiment. All of those things that and you made an excellent point. It's our hearts are for our kids, right? It's the academics and just ah, what am I going to do for this? You know, how am I going to do this? I failed algebra. That we right. hear that all the time. Right. You know, I I didn't know how to write a sentence. I'm a terrible right. speller. You and how do I balance it all with home life and all the exactly. things? Exactly. How do I ever fold the laundry again or make a, a meal or whatever? Right. What if we stop saying, what am I going to do, mm-hmm. right, about X, Y, or Z, or A to Z maybe? And what if instead we said, what if we can considered and meditated on this? What might God do? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what this is about. This is a whole lot less 
about me or you or any other mom constructing this glorious lesson plan for the whole year and executing it perfectly and having folded laundry and gourmet meals. It is, it's not that. Right. It is about us being available for God to come and do something amazing. Yeah. Beyond my lesson plan book, the conversations at dinner over a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's not about a gourmet meal. Right. The folded clothes, you fold them together when you can. Yep. It's about what he does. It's so Amen. much less. And I think the the lies and the enemy's whispers are, you've got to do this. 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 And the enemy's like, I mean, the God of the universe is like, be still and know. Amen. Stand back and watch. Yeah. You know, if I wish, and, and maybe somebody did, I mean, I, it would be fun to go back if I could go back in my mind's eye and memory, if I could go back and list all of the really now, 25 years later, excellent wisdom and insight and advice I got when I started that I couldn't hear. Right. I don't, surely you had that too. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, one thing we've all heard is enjoy your kids. It goes so fast. Right. <laughs> and, you know, when, when you've got all of them and, it, you know, every day is you're walking in a fog, that just doesn't seem possible. Right. You know, now with six gone, I can tell you that it's true. Yeah. If you just could know that truth and actually settle and lean into that truth yeah. when they were all at home, that would be awesome. But, you know, you can't. I mean, that's just so hard to do at that moment. Yep. But here's one thing that I don't think I heard in the beginning that I wish someone had said, and maybe they did. And I just, I don't remember it and obviously couldn't follow it. I wish someone had told me in the beginning, Rachel, God's got this. Yep. God's got this. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you, and I don't know if this was true for you. I spent a whole lot of time. Wait, I wasted a whole mm. lot of time just trying to do, 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 right. do, instead of being present with my children, instead of leaning in and resting to him. And I'm going to tell you, I think that is why some of these moms are on the fence. I, I agree completely. You and, know, and I just want to invite you to rest, yeah. right? <laughs> well, the beauty of doing that and resting in the Lord and allowing him to take control of it is he gets all the glory and praise in the end. Exactly. Because we can never, I will never, ever, ever when my kids are grown and out of our home, I will never be able to say, look what I did. I no. was the most amazing teacher. I was the most amazing mom. I was the most amazing wife. I checked all the boxes and I was excellent to all of these things. I will only be able to say, and even now I can only say, look what God did, you know, yeah. it, in my marriage. I mean, that's you and I did a, and Abby did a podcast some time ago on uh, marriage. And even with my marriage, you know, 26 years in, all I can say is, but God, yeah. by the grace of God. And I totally agree. it's going to be the same with our parenting that we can just mm -hmm. say, but God, look at what he's done. We are yeah. out of time for this um, episode, but we're going to be back on Wednesday. We will continue this conversation. We have so much encouragement to bring to you moms. Rachel, thank you so much. Where can people find out more about you? They can find me at rachelcarmen.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. We'll put those links in the show notes. Thank you so much. You guys Thank be you. sure to share this with your friends. Um, they need the encouragement just like you do. And so we will continue to bring it to you. We'll be back on Wednesday. Have a great afternoon and we'll see you then. Bye.
Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations. Christian homeschooling simplified.